0: Hold on! I know one of your mates actually was telling me the story yeah. about how he didn't hire you.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: What was his name?
1: Uh, Anil Market Finance.
0: Yeah, that's it. Yeah, he said, yeah, he tried to he tried to get a job at my startup. Yeah, and he, I did said, a no. you he did a message me back. He didn't message me back.
1: Welcome to Happy Millionaire, a show about how to make profit with a positive impact and stay happy along the way.
0: Um, you're a bit you're a bit too close yeah, to the no. mic. You're doing ASMR. What's that? <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> It's uh, ASMR. I, no, dude, ASMR is kicking off. It's, it's really... Um, it got big when sleep stories and Spotify stories started coming about because uh, basically it's like they whisper really close to oh. the mic and okay. it's uh, really relaxing for a lot of people. And there's literally like YouTubers who are making absolute bank
1: yeah i was wondering because like i love audible i love mm. listening to books and i do think the actual listening experience could be upped mate they're terrible yeah, like
0: they're, they're, see you see know this
1: is audible it's like it's <laughs> the tiniest
0: thing i've ever heard i don't know why they still have that it's like come on you're owned by amazon now you've got you've got money
1: to spend yeah. on the sound engineer come on and it's just like on the authors they just it's just so vanilla like they just yeah. keep it quite standardized and i just feel No, what do you mean? The author, what do you mean? You know when the author's like reading it out, the book, right? I just feel they could add more drama, more Mm. like noise, like make an experience. Like I just, like put some music. I don't know. I just feel there's this element of this is a full listening experience is missing.
0: Mm. I listened to, the last thing I listened to was um, Storyworthy by Matthew Dix. Oh, really, downloaded uh, it. You downloaded it. So you're going to listen to at least the, the final chapters because they're the do's and don'ts of storytelling, mm. which I'm probably going to bastardize at some point. But basically, because he is a storyteller, the book is brilliant. Mm. The book is told so well through his own voice and he narrates his own book as well. But I, I, I agree. I think like if you are going to narrate your own book, which is a big thing to do, Um, It takes weeks, literally. Like if you've got a long book, it would literally take you weeks. Uh, You should have some sort of coaching through the whole process because, yeah, you you want to keep people's... people's engagement
1: totally on. mate totally well that's what we're trying to hopefully do in this podcast keep people listening yeah <laughs> if yeah. they like it but who cares who um, yeah. okay. okay. no, cares no no we do care no no sorry we do care but it's just like we're trying our best right that's it we're just doing our best I like um, that you
0: switched it to the uh yeah. but, but pity us yeah, 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 <laughs> we're yeah. just doing our Please.
1: best no it's all good before we delve into a topic something probably worth chatting about mm. is uh, yeah we had your second stag right oh, so you know yeah. some people have lucky to have one bachelor party or a stag and you
0: think the healthiest guy in the room would not have two stags and yeah, yeah. they might be pretty tame but they weren't
1: no, no no they were like i've been to multiple stags you're a very good stag bachelor. You. like you give give you a drink or food of anything and you will scuff it or <laughs> s- drink <laughs> the hell out plan. of it it's just i was surprised i thought you would be one of those people that go no, no 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 i'm not going to do it um but you drank some vile stuff and like i don't think it's a good thing. Peer pressure is yeah, yeah. bad. Kids, don't, yeah, you, you should just, not do yeah, that. Yeah, you know, just like I got to you are pumped. my brand here. Like I still remember in New Orleans when you rocked in, you went, "Hey, just I'm here. I'm I'm all in." I'm just like, "What the hell?" Yeah. I didn't expect that. Like, we, yeah, we called you Foopy, like the fun, Fupi, fun Foopy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rupee's okay. Foopy's <laughs> way more legendary. So yeah, on this second bachelor party, like it was a last minute decision. So I rocked in on Saturday, and I just thought, "Hey, I could be that." like late substitution who could up the pace like, that was my strategy I thought hey let's this is a great time to screw you over like just come <laughs> in you didn't see me come in um, but yeah no so we've been partying the whole day yeah, yeah no no and I joined you guys and like we went to go see Arjun live so he was at the earlier at the your uh, bachelor party and I missed that bit and he's performing live at an event you know he's very big in the Asian scene he's a like you know a great great singer I
0: should probably give some background to people because I don't think many people have heard of Arjun but he's massive in the UK Asian sort of R&B scene in Malaysia, Canada and different parts of South Asia he is huge like he's like a household name Uh, And he would do like, sell out concerts of like, you know, thousands of people. We went to one randomly because we were hanging out with him. He was at the the brunch thing. And we went for dinner with him afterwards. And he was just randomly like, I'm doing this concert tonight. If you want to come, we can get you in. You just part the entourage. And we're like, yeah, let's do it. That's (laughs) awesome.
1: We were basically like looking for that Beyonce sort of backstage uh, experience. There's this moment where you're just waiting in the back, waiting for his name to be announced. And I was like, Weirdly, I was just staring at him, I was like, what does this guy do? Like, cause I was like, if I was to go there, I'd be shit myself, right? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, well, gonna forget my lines and all that, you know, they're standard stuff. And this is bit selfish, but I went, okay, what would I really want someone to do for me in this situation? I met him 10 years ago and I remember I messaged him on Facebook as well after I went hey mate I think you're going to be really really big one day like I just know it you're going to be really really big so before he went on stage I showed him my Facebook I messaged him at you on Facebook I said hey dude I showed him the message he went man that's sick that's no like way. he goes mate that's old school man you believed in me and then literally that <laughs> moment was his last words and he went on stage and then started like belting his yeah. lyrics out I was like that's pretty cool so just so, like so you were responsible for that amazing performance yeah, yeah. So, you put out you exactly put sat- so Arjun, you know remember Remember, just remember that moment
0: it was interesting because we were chatting about Arjun uh, as well when, when he left to go uh, and do his performance later on that day about how he's really optimised his life for happiness yeah. he does what he loves yeah. you know he, he makes music at home or, or with people he's got a good team around him And he's got a really good core group of mates that Mm. have sort of kept him humble Mm. throughout his like meteoric rise, Mm. you know? So, yeah, no, it's good. He's really optimized for happiness. I love it. Happy millionaire.
1: Happy millionaire. (laughs) Um, All right. So um, we're going to switch around. it will be good if you can uh, kick things off. Yeah, yeah. So um,
0: basically I was looking online for examples of companies that have started... And what their first hires were, mm. and it was just so it was serendipitous that I got the YC combinator email right, and uh, they have started a new podcast format where they interview startup founders and they ask them about their first five hires. Mm. I've listened to these two d- different podcasts, two different like smart people say completely opposite things about their first five hires. I feel like I've matched quite nicely with what Alex Homoji was saying because I've gone for pure practicality. I've got. My high is like I've got my assistant, got my researcher who's helping me like with all the sort of information element for the pods and the, you know, the app and all the rest of it. I've got recipe creator because I'm trying to disentangle myself from the process so I can work on the business instead of in the business. But then I am doing a tech company. So Mm. I'm thinking in my head. I might take a designer, do I need to get another software engineer, do I get a C- you know, CTO? I feel like my heart needs the CTO, but I was going to throw the question to you and
1: ask about your first five hires. Getting those right five is bloody critical, man, Mm. is the most important thing and the the best analogy I like to use is like, you basically have to find the Avengers, um, so literally five different (laughs) types of like things, um, monsters or whatever you want to call these. Monsters. (laughs) Superheroes. And um, five people who have like lived different lives but they are their own characters and you need to basically bring them to your project. And mm. who those five are will really depend on the type of company you want to build. So I think it all goes down to the founders, right? The the, the number, like there's one, two founders, that they need to decide uh, what type of company do I want to be? Like, do I want to, be able to build a real tech company, which mm. has got lots of engineering, like really deep tech? I think of Facebook, like the first few founders were all engineers, right? Mm. One big mistake I see like loads of people do is they hire people that have not been in a start before and that is, and the earlier the better, because, you know, when you're first, like, no matter what business you do, at the start, it is so, so bloody hard. Like, it's, it's ridiculously hard because there's just so much uncertainty. There's no processes. There's like it's literally like all you've got is a name and you've got an inbox, right? We've got no emails coming in. Like and this person when they first join, they will get probably get like two, three emails a day, right? Like eventually you'll get to like 50 hundred and like to the point where it's just like, fuck, there's too many emails. But there is like no formula, there is no formula, no process. So this person has to have hopefully experienced that. Otherwise, there's so many times and I've seen this happen, is like you hire people who've never been in the start and they're like fucking hell, what's going on here? Like they're scratching their head because it's so new. Yeah. One of the biggest takeaways, I think, from that for me personally, is
0: the need to search re- ruthlessly and relentlessly, mm. because I don't think I put enough effort into the search. Like I'm not scouring LinkedIn. I'm not constantly like asking people for introductions. I'm not like, and I haven't refined exactly who that person is as well. Can we, can we use the podcast uh, for me to shamelessly interview a whole bunch of people? We'll literally just line them up outside mm-hmm. and we'll do five, 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 ten minute interviews back to back and I'll just get you to grill them. And going, me as yeah, well. Yeah,
1: I'm sure they would love it. It's like, because at the end of the like oh, fuck, I didn't get the job. <laughs> <laughs> and then it'd be me, pop Oh, yeah, Jay, it'd be, like, be like, Jay said no. Oh, fuck. Did you ever do
0: like um, a vision document for the companies, like before you got even to like five employees? Did you actually have like an exact sort of roadmap of where you wanted to take the company and share that with mm. potential employees or like even after they onboarded?
1: I didn't, not. I, I had an idea of where it could go. So I had, I'd always create one one of my hacks is before I start company, I do create like an investor deck because it helps me or I create some form of like memo of like what I feel this business should be. Because I feel like every human needs to have a direction. 100%. So, it's storytelling. Yeah. You I guess it's storytelling.
0: Is You're literally narrating, you're, you're bringing it to life to people. And I mean, it's the reason why TED talks are so popular because people love stories, mm. and the best TED talks always have stories right at the beginning, mm. and it hooks them in. And I think that's how you can convince someone to do. Yeah, so that a story has to be bloody perfect. good. Yeah, it has to be. Yeah, yeah, it has to
1: be good. There's a lot of um, information out there, like who you should hire as well. They say you know, hire someone for potential. I'm at, I I actually play it a bit more safe now, especially in the early hours. I, I try to find someone that. Yes, it's got potential, but at the same time, they've done a lot of what I want because I still don't want to take any risks. Maybe I'm a bit, I'm in a more lucky place where people may want to work with me because yeah. of my track record. But I don't. T- I like trying to find people that have got potential, but have also done a lot of the job. So that's actually a bit different. That contradicts a lot of like the book. So you convinced me to do a podcast with you. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so yeah, you knew Literally, how to do podcast. Yeah, I knew All I these to topics do will be random, but yeah,
0: the t- yeah, topics are random, but I like I've done a lot of live tv so you can throw things
1: at me live and i'll just sort of react
0: to them in a coherent way most of the time
1: yeah it's probably some logic behind it (laughs) but also no no as no but on another on another point it's like i just in this chapter of my life i want to try to have a lot more fun right so i I knew i was gonna do it with a friend yeah yeah um and then after our after our chat in the jacuzzi (laughs) with amit um we 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 came to the conclusion we should do the pod and hence we're here Manifest,
0: uh, this this is a, a topic I wanted to talk about because essentially it marries quite nicely with you selling the vision. Do you believe in manifesting?
1: I, I actually loved studying the mind. I went to, he's obviously still very big, like Tony Robbins. I was very lucky to see him quite early on in my life and you know a lot of his principles are very How good. How old were you when you were? I think I was like 22.
0: Mate, I went when I was 14.
1: Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: So we I mean young, but
1: yeah. Yeah, so um my cousin was a huge fan and he took me there. Like I don't listen to Tony Robbins as much or I don't really listen to him now. I think I've got other like coaches, but at that time he was the perfect person. Mm. I needed cause I needed someone who's going to kick me on the bum and yeah. to do stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And he he really nailed that point of like visualization, affirmations. Visualization has been huge, and I, you know, I do write my goals. Mm. I'm less now firm on them. I said, like, I'm not. I don't get too tied by, by them. Some amazing bit of advice I was given was that, you know, it's good to dream goals, but actually, don't don't make them so rigid because actually, life's the best things that happen in life are the ones you don't expect.
0: When you were talking about that, so. There's this uh, saying I always come back to of um, strong convictions loosely held, right? And it, it applies to sort of nutrition and nutritional medicine. You should have strong convictions about things. But if there is enough evidence to the contrary and it's validated, then you should be willing to change your mind. And it's the same thing with visualizations and road mapping and goals. You need to be willing to veer off the course of where you think the trajectory of your mm. company is going based on user feedback, based on the market, based on the industry you're going into, based on whatever Anything. the input is. Yeah. you need to be able to sort of be flexible enough, which is why it's harder for big companies who are entrenched in sort of their culture and ideas and, and, you know,
1: structure to be as nimble as a startup. Yeah. All right. Good, good thread. Basically... I've realized a common theme in my LinkedIn inbox I'm getting a lot of messages right now because I'm starting to like communicate more on LinkedIn and a lot of people ask me hey like I'm in a corporate job or I'm not in tech startups how do I get in tech startups mm. like there is this obviously we talked about it there's this fascination about tech startups and I'm sure you know whoever's listening may have some friends in the similar situation so I thought I'd like brainstorm a few thoughts around it because if they get asked or Mm. if you are one of those people right now that's listening, maybe this might be a couple of moves um, to think about. So I thought it'd be a good thread. Okay. Um, So imagine you're not in a tech startup, right? And you want to get tech startup. So I think the first question is just, do you want to get into tech because you're just fascinated or you're curious like what is your level of interest right because mm. what I've learned is a lot of my friends all they want to do is just feel a bit of tech they just want to, they just want to like have a bit of a taster right so you could you could just show like at that, that point where you know they've seen a few movies they've seen enough stuff about Elon Musk on Twitter and they're like okay you know what this game looks interesting or shit people are making some money right yeah. even though we're going through a bit of a downturn whatever but it's still hot um, I just say to them hey like go make a few um, tech investments right yeah. the second step now like now we're talking phase two is like okay you actually want to Get a tech job, right? You want to be in the tech industry, right? So that's another game. This one's more interesting, right? Because there's also another simple game for this one, and this is how I actually started. So, in when I was in finance, so I used to work on the trading floor for an investment bank. Like I was very fascinated with like entrepreneurship. I was interested, so I joined a team which was actually very new. It was like a new product, right, in a new market. So there was a lot of entrepreneur. Aspects of it, so we had to like create new processes. We were had to get our name in the market, so there's a PR element. You're like there's this is hustle. Mm. Um, so that was my first gig. So and I chose that job on purpose because I knew it was an early stage team. Weirdly, you'll find that most businesses, wherever you are, there will be this like n- this team, this innovation team, yeah. which has got like an R and D, or they've acquired a business and it's much smaller, or mm. you might have an idea to launch a product. You can say, hey, can I run that product? Like there's always an opportunity, or they may have like an accelerator or an incubator within the business trust me there's like weird shit that's going on in Mm, all businesses now a lot of corporate businesses um, even later stage startups like even like Google, Facebook even like I'm talking about these guys they might want to join a startup right Um, there's a lot of like very startup-y jobs Um, even like you know even in um being A doctor, like you know, in the NHS, there's the NHS innovation. So there's so
0: many, so many. Yeah, there's like loads of little like telecommunication startups. There's obviously the online GP appointment startups. There's various niches, like GP is like you know general primary yeah, yeah. care, but there's also like fertility, there's uh, all, all the different niches, gastro, skin, like mm. all these different like tech startups in that space. So that's a really good point. Like, research what is already out there and see mm. if you can
1: join them to get in that your taste. own company, exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. so it's weird there's a lot of stuff there. The other route is, okay, you actually, no, 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 I actually want to go work for a tech startup. Like, what do I do now? Right? So, if that's the case, then I highly recommend you start getting yourself more into, go invest in a few companies. Like, even a small check, could be a few grand to, if you've got more money, then awesome, like, throw, throw the cash in, right? And just play with it, see what happens, be willing to lose it as well, because high risk. Because that forces you to research the companies exactly. themselves. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So you research it. And your best bet is to find a business that's in your industry, right? And in tech because then your experience is is useful for that business. I've seen so many co- people and this is the wrong move where they're like, "Hey, like I'm in um I'm in finance but now I want to like, you know, I'm in banking or I'm a doctor mm. and I want to now go into a start which is like nothing to do with my industry and I want this other random role, right? Which I wasn't doing. Like that is like that's like a zigzag move. Like that's a, you know, that's just difficult. Um, so if you're in health, like go to Livy or Babylon or you know one of those businesses. If you're in finance, go join Revolut or mm. go join Monzo, right? They, I know both the guy founders of those two. So those two, those are two banks I like because I know those two guys. Um, <laughs> but Got yeah, starting, go up for those what, two. Twenty six or any of those? Yeah, guys. no, no, I don't know those guys. <laughs> so I know Tom <laughs> and I know Nick, so they can. Let's we'll sell those two. But like, go find that right business that is you know in your sector that's amazing
0: advice as you were talking i noted a few things down for people in my scenario where they don't have tech skills you're not a builder you're not like a software engineer or anything First thing is check out no-code tools, but a no-code is basically where you can—it's like a like a Wix website. So you can move things around the page. Any shopping platform like Shopify, for example, is essentially a no-code tool. Mm. A lot of the templates that you need to just get the idea off the ground are already there, made for you, and mm. you just mess around with those. And so you get you get the idea. Do this on the side. That's probably the first thing mm. I should have said. Do this on the side. Don't side quit your are job. Sick. Like side hustles are really good. Hundred percent. Don't quit your job. Like I didn't quit my my day job. Even when I got to like, you know, hundreds of thousands of followers or whatever and I've got like revenue coming in. I didn't quit my So mental,
1: right? People probably yeah. would have thought you'd quit your job.
0: People thought I quit years ago. I only started my sabbatical in January, so I was still doing clinical work. Mm. And so like that's the first
1: thing I was this January?
2: Yeah, this January, when the
0: app app, uh, launched. I knew you went down to days, I didn't know your... No, 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 I I went to sabbatical from this January, yeah, yeah, that's it. The other thing I I would say is have conversations with other early stage builders, so if you find someone who is an engineer, find out what they're working on, see what your skill set is and how you can help them on their side hustles. Mm. If you look on, um, there's a bunch of uh, websites, like Product Hunt is always a good one to see, like, what people are building and what kind of things you know mm. they're trying to get feedback on. So you can sort of get a steer of like the industry. And the the last thing I would say is you always want to validate something before you you know try and go for funding or, or whatever.
1: You know? Or if you want to go join them, right?
0: Exactly. You need to validate your product. So whenever whenever I hear someone like saying they're building something stealthily or they, they're they building something and yeah. they, they don't wanna talk about it. it. It really irritates me. I, I, I think there's probably some examples where that's necessary if you're working on something top, top secret. Mm. The vast majority of, of cases it's just because you're embarrassed about what you're doing or you mm. feel like, you know, oh, someone might steal my idea. Mate, trust me, your idea has been done a, a number of yeah, times. Yeah. It comes down to execution, branding, and how how well you can articulate
1: yeah, your yeah. product. I had someone actually asking me to invest in their business after signing an NDA and I didn't. Yeah, I know. No, what, what's the stuff about NDAs? Yeah, yeah I don't know. Is it, is it, is it, I think it's coming back. I think everyone's just uh, unsure. But anywho, so... Everyone's well shook these days about so, <laughs> the ideas being stolen. So I guess that's like phase... So you, what you've done is you start phase three. So phase one is like, okay, you need a little bit of tickle, right? Ooh. And startups. Go, go, st- go make a few little investments, right? Phase two would be, hey, like, I'm going to um, actually want a job. Phase three is I actually want to do my own startup, right? And that's basically what we've been talking about. And so I think, yeah, if you want to do, do your own startup, I highly, highly recommend, I wish I did this. I wish I went to go work at a startup Really? Initially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before even if I started, I was applying for jobs. I want to go work um, at a startup and um, I actually uh, was trying to apply for general manager roles, which was proper punching above my weight because I was like 25, <laughs> 26. And I was trying to get these gigs at like these like fast growing companies. And I actually know all the founders. Hold now, on, you, I know
0: one of your mates actually was telling me the story yeah, yeah, yeah. about yeah. how he didn't hire you. Yeah. yeah.
1: Tell, what was his name? Was uh, annual market finance. Yeah. Yeah. He
0: said, yeah, he tried to he tried to get a job at my startup. Yeah. And he I did said, no. message me back. He did message me back.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So which is quite funny. Um he always giggles. He goes, "Oh, your company's worth more than mine." I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> quite. But just you just don't know. So I favor? think, um, yeah, I feel that the best way to learn is to be immersed by people that are doing what you're doing. So mm. I highly recommend the best move. And this is, you know, if you've got any friends who want to get techers, go join a startup. Like work your way from the bottom and get that experience. Because then, if you want to, then do your own company. And having, so having the intention to also know whether you want to have your own company is important because a lot of these people will just go, hey, I want to work for a startup. That's fine. If you want to have your own company, have that intention because then while you're in that experience, you will start learning and watching for other things. That was a good thread. Yeah. I like it. I think we've got some, uh, some, some good little tips for people there. Uh, hopefully there was a few things that people could take away. So,
0: um, and if you get fired uh, or you don't get uh, an in, then maybe you'll start your own company and maybe you'll yeah, exactly. be successful as you're Exactly. <laughs> uh, so it's about that time for amit to give us uh our marks and uh reflect on the show it's my favorite time my favorite time of the show.
1: and if you haven't already um please give us a follow it means we get better guests as well so you don't have yeah, to listen that's, to just us it. going back and forth yeah. we're not trying to make any money from this it's just we want to get our reach going further so i appreciate it so um how do we do
2: uh yeah, was, uh I, don't, I think um i'm gonna say eight point 8.8, 8. yeah. 8.8, oh, 8. 8. Oh, 8. that's really 8. hot, yeah, man. Oh, really oh, that's really hot. You're massively overly oh, selling actually, me. I'm, yeah, I'm the nice. listeners are like, <laughs> oh, fuck,
1: man. And they're like, dude, this is... Uh you're still a you're still a noob.
2: That's good. That's solid. All right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Generally more foopy, less rupee <laughs> on <the con>. <laughs> so, <laughs> Fun rupee. Fun rupee. That, that's what we need more of. Uh, do, do you think your like audience knows there's a there's a fun rupee oh, side? I hope so. Rupee? I mean, yeah. I'm
0: pretty relaxed on my on my socials and pods and all that kind of stuff. I used to like post everything on socials. The only reason why I stopped doing it is because. I just wanted a bit of privacy, but everyone knows that you know, pe- pe- people do get shocked. They're like, "Oh my
2: god, he 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 drinks alcohol, oh. he has junk food." Yeah, yeah. I saw he- you with a croissant once. Oh like, my god! Yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's actually quite fun
1: walking around. Sometimes you know people recognize Rupee and like they you know they think this is like this guy with this massive lure is gonna come. It's just like a normal. Hey, you alright? You, okay? <laughs> you alright? And that's it. That's like, oh, what's going on. I can see in their face, which is quite funny. Yeah.
2: Okay, so my my favorite topic this week was uh, Rupee's weekly woes. Um, (laughs) So on the surface level, it was like a conversation about like the first five hires. But what was like super interesting is you said something along the lines of, oh, how do I know who's right? One person saying one thing, one person saying another thing. And then Jay's answer to that was like, dude, you've got to build your Avengers. You've got to like see the, the jigsaw. And it just made me think one of the things that the best teachers always say to you is don't just repeat it. Don't just memorize it. Don't just tick the box. You have to understand it. And I thought this was like similar. Like You, you could go with either piece of advice, but like, do you understand mm. how the jigsaw fits together, yeah. how you're going to build your team? So I love it. Yeah. All right. The second one, I don't know if I'm getting paranoid, uh, like the tech sample week, but I feel you're talking about me, there, bro. Like, right. like I said, like some of my friends come to me and ask me for advice about how do I go into tech. But you're talking about me. No. Uh, no. Nah. Nah? Okay. All right. Do you know
1: what? It's a lot of people. Alrighty, like, yeah. Okay. You are
2: one, but it's just basically. You know what? It's. Um,
1: I think right now tech is exciting, so I think mm. it's great. So yeah.
2: Yeah. Like, one of the big things that stood out to me, like, um, so uh, just for context, actually, I've been working with Jay at Bliss Growth since, like, January doing some odd jobs. And now, like, I'm doing some of this podcast is, like, to learn by doing. So, yeah, you actually just, um, instead of, like, Researching a bunch, just start doing something, and like I, I probably will be doing some tech-related stuff within the NHS as well. So, lot lots of great ideas. Following there. the advice, man. Following That's the awesome. advice, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and actually, like by working at Bliss Growth again, like you you do start connecting the dots. It's like, oh, yeah. why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? And then yeah, it starts coming together. Uh, and then the first conversation was about Arjun, and uh, it was quite interesting. Like first, um, you talked about like for an artist like it was about making money you were like trying to pimp him <laughs> out and I was like whoa like, <laughs> <laughs> you can go on Cameo yeah, and- <laughs> yeah, you can, you can do 100 quid in, a few <laughs> uh, uh, and then you started talking more about like his purpose and what he wants to give to his fans and like because it, it's kind of the same with if you're building a business like artists yeah. are, are, are kind of the same in that regard and then the second bit from that was you talked about playbooks and the artists that I really like I go super deep into them and nearly everyone has got like um, a big inspiration and then like in the music they almost bring that inspiration out mm-hmm. into their music. Um, so like a good one is like uh, Kanye. He's a massive Stanley Kubrick fan. And uh, ah. yeah, Dark Fantasy was basically like a homage to no Stan- yeah to Stanley ah, Kubrick. Or wow. like uh, Logic is like a massive Kill Bill fan. And you'll see like Quentin Tarantino references throughout his music. And you'll yeah. see other hip-hop artists that he's a fan of in his music. So everyone's looking for inspiration. And I kind of feel artists are then often will pay it forward and then you'll be inspired by these artists and Mm then you'll pay it Mm no no that's great yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I like that the playbooks are good the playbooks see I wish yeah I think
1: I wish more people left their playbooks like fully right because at the end of the day I guess this is where biographies come in but if you can actually just show the real real shit because I think sometimes biographies hold stuff back I think if you can hold the real formula so I guess for our friend Arjun you know write out the formula share it it's great or
2: even like you two as well because I definitely pick up loads of things like being around you guys well, this like whole block it. podcast
0: yeah. is basically like Jay giving the playbooks and, yeah, and, and me as well it, I'm yeah. very open I've done a whole YouTube video about how I became a Sunday Times bestseller ah, uh, which awesome. we, we could dive into yeah. another time because there's there's like a way of like not gaming it but there, there is a strategy that mm. people don't really know about so
1: awesome alright awesome, good episode awesome man yeah good episode thanks guys. Sam appreciate it as always Cheers, I'm guys. going down though. It's a thing. I'm going from.
2: Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm going to I'll tell you why I could give you a proper rating. Like <laughs> uh, we, 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 we were like basically. Yeah, we were having a talk about dating inside, and like we and Rich, the producer. <laughs> oh, it's so, no, because like, oh, no. we, <laughs> no, oh. we had sound issues, and then like well we, yeah. So. Oh, yeah, no, we had It's right. yeah, yeah, yeah. so,
1: okay. We made it through. Thanks, everyone. Uh, okay. before you go, I've made something for you. It's an ebook on five crucial lessons from creating startups worth $500 million. And it's just for the listeners of this podcast. Download it for free on our website, happymillionaire.club. The links are in the show notes.